The Tom Woods Show, episode 1111. Prepare to set fire to the index card of allowable opinion. Your daily dose of liberty education starts here. The Tom Woods Show. Folks, like many of us, there's a good chance you were probably a victim of educational malpractice. Well, undo all that over at libertyclassroom.com, where we teach you the history and economics you didn't get in school. Hey, everybody. Tom Woods here, back from New York City. I was there all last week, and as you saw, the episodes just kept on coming because I am crazy. (laughs) I just recorded them all and headed out for a week in New York City. I had a chance to visit with good friends of the show, Michael Malice and Dave Smith, and I was on Michael's show, You're Welcome, with Michael Malice, and I'm hoping to be able to get that episode, which is behind a paywall at the moment, released to the world so that you folks can all hear it, but it was a great, great, great time. But here I am once again, and I thought, what the heck, we're starting a brand new week. Let's do something fun and uplifting. There's a lot to be unhappy about in the world, but here's something to be happy about. I've got a young man on the show, and by the way, you know you're an old man when you refer to other people as young man, but Angelo Valle is with me today, and he is 20 years old, He skipped the traditional, let's go to college for four years, cross our fingers and hope this works out path, and instead went through the Praxis program that a lot of our folks who listen to this show are familiar with. We'll talk about that in a minute. And he heard about it on this show, and now he's at a startup and doing extremely well. And it's it's an uplifting story about an intellectually curious person who was not satisfied with the conventional answers to common questions, whether they be intellectual-type questions or whether they be questions about how to live his life and what the right path is and, and the way to achieve success. He's been unconventional all throughout, and so far it is paying tremendous dividends. So I'm very glad to welcome him to the show. Angelo, thanks for being here. Hi, Tom. Great to be here. Well, you get quite a... Nice story. And from time to time, I like to cheer up the folks. Yes. You know, not everything that's happening is catastrophic. We have, <laughs> we have people like Angelo, part of whose purpose on this earth is to, is to fill us with hope. But <laughs> your story really is tremendous, and I'm glad Isaac Morehouse uh, contacted me about it. And what I also like about it is there is a bit of a connection to this here podcast that people mm-hmm. are listening to right now. You're 20 years old, by the way, mm-hmm. which— I remember when I turned 20, I was thinking, man, I sure am entering adulthood really fast. But now I look back on 20 and you seem like a lad to me. (laughs) The the, the idea that you've been listening to my podcast is amazing to me. So how did this all get started? How did you, uh, before we even get into Praxis and your current work, how did you get into this whole way of thinking? Um, Well, that's a great question. Um, So basically when I was in high school and throughout like middle school, I was a very um, inquisitive person and I love to argue. So um, I, I also love to take the other, you know, I, I love to be more of a, um, a contrarian. So, um, you know, throughout all of my schooling, I went to public school and I went to public schools from kindergarten to eighth grade. And then after that, I went to a private school. So I've had like both experiences and I just, I just really, I was really interested in history. Um, and that's part of the reason why I actually found your podcast, uh, cause I love history, but, um, I also like to, you know, question, question the narrative. And, uh, one day I took, I, I took my first econ class when I was like a sophomore in high school. And then I, all it took for me was just to learn about 
supply and demand. And then from there, I was like, what in the world? Like, this is, in, this is incredible. This is groundbreaking. So then I took it upon myself. I started just researching, researching. Uh, I watched so many YouTube videos. Um, I started off watching uh, a bunch of Milton Friedman, like old Milton Friedman um, interviews on YouTube. And that was just like very mind blowing for me. Um, and then from there, I kind of I saw this like some this word this weird word was going around on the internet something about libertarianism and I was like what what is this what is this crazy word and then so I just started researching it and I was like wow well I guess this is what I am now I mean it makes so much sense um, and then I actually found uh, and and so in the, in the meantime right so I was like a sophomore junior in high school um every all, a lot of the people around me because I'm from California a lot of the people around me were all talking about how much they love Bernie Sanders and of course. You know, I was like, okay, well, let me research this guy, see what he's about. And I was like, oh, what the heck? Socialism, all this craziness. And I was like, what? This guy doesn't seem great uh, based on what I've just been uh, researching. So then I find this crazy book called, you know, Bernie Sanders is Wrong, written by the Tom Woods. Oh, then- <laughs> how about that? It's the old free- – see, anybody yeah. scoffs at my free ebooks. There you go. Exactly. So then I literally downloaded it on my phone. Um and I just, whenever I was like at the bus stop or something, I would just read, read, read through it. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever read. Um, and then I found your podcast after that. I was like, oh, I got to listen to this guy's podcast. And then I, from there, it was just like going down the rabbit hole. And uh, I, it was just the most, it's just such, so interesting to me. I mean, I started learning about, uh, I started reading like Murray, Murray Rothbard, um, reading about uh, anarcho-capitalism. Um, and uh, it's just been a great, great journey ever since. And then, um, one day on one of your episodes, you know, um, after, you know, after a year or so I was in, uh, I was in like a college and, uh, you know, I, it was, I was taking an econ class, a macroeconomics class, and it was the most, it was the most frustrating experience of my life. <laughs> so, and, uh, and especially since like our econ professor was a, was a huge a Keynesian guy. Um, and, and I also, so then I, I started, what I started to do is I started to listen to, your, to the other podcast, the Contra Kruger one. And I, it basically, everything that, that you guys were saying in that podcast was like apl- applicable to what was how, going on in his class. So it would help me kind of Kurt, come up with really good, you know, uh, questions to ask him and stuff like that. Um, and then I realized, I'm like, wait, if I really believe in all this free market stuff, then why am I in state school? So then, uh, and you know, that was, that was a sentiment that I started to, you know, kind of feel, uh, as while I was in college and, I hadn't heard about Praxis yet, but then once I had on one of your shows, um, I think Diana, uh, you you talked to Diana. There was like a quick little um, commercial that you did. I was like, oh my god, this is incredible! This is like so. This this was my opportunity to really jump on that instinct that I had, um, and so now we're here. Well, that's a great story. First of all, that ebook for anybody else who wants to uh, have his life transformed is <laughs> can be found at bernieiswrong.com. Uh, how did you know to look up Milton Friedman? I guess you probably didn't. Maybe you were just looking for certain search terms and he came up. How mm-hmm. did, cause that is momentous. He's not, we make Milton Friedman look like Barack Obama on this show, yeah, but he still yeah. <laughs> is a great entry point for a lot of people. Yeah. Is, it's just fortuitous that you came across, uh, Milton Friedman. Um, yeah, well, basically what happened was I, I remember, I remember what it was exactly. I, my, my, my high school, one of my high school teachers kind of talked about, we learned about, um, price floors and price ceilings and basically how, you know, the raising the minimum wage isn't necessarily a good thing. And for me, my entire life was based around the idea that, oh, the minimum wage, you know, of course there's no other, there couldn't possibly be another argument for the other side, right? Right. Everybody's going to die without it. How could you argue for the other side? 
Exactly. And I know it seems kind of small, like a very small point, but for some reason that just like was very fascinating to me. And it, it was really, uh, it was really, uh, life changing in a way because it, it showed me that, wow, every argument I've ever heard for my entire life has another side, right? So I literally, I think I found some, um, they were the, um, learn Liberty videos, those quick little videos on YouTube. Do you know about those? Oh, sure. Yeah. I've seen a bunch of them. Yeah. And those are really good. And from there, I just kind of started researching, okay, um, more about the minimum wage um, and like videos about like why the minimum wage, you know, raising the minimum wage isn't a good thing. Like those sorts of keywords um, into into like the YouTube search. Um, and Milton Friedman popped up I th and on one of his interviews um, uh, where he was talking about why he doesn't think, you know, raising the minimum wage was a good thing. And then from there, I, I watched a lot of his other videos because I thought he was really good at explaining the, I, the concepts. And then eventually I started to find more like, um, you know, like uh, I found like Ron Paul, um, who's, who's amazing. And uh, I found, I actually listened to a lot of Murray Rothbard's uh, lectures. They have them recorded on YouTube. I listened to a lot of his history lectures, which were just, which were just awesome. Now, was it the case that your economics teacher was a libertarian or was it just that the material you were being taught seemed to point to the merits of a free society just on its own. Well, yeah, he wasn't a libertarian at all. I mean, it was literally just, I, 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 I kid you not when I say all we learned about was supply and demand, which is a very basic economic, you know, concept. Um, and just the idea that, you know, I guess it was this, this idea that like, you know, things aren't infinite, that things have, you know, there are limits on, how on how resources are allocated like that just that idea it seems like a very basic idea for me um again it was just another one of those like really small details that that i just missed right throughout my entire life i just missed that argument and that that concept so once i learned about it it, it really made me so much more curious does that make sense yeah, sure, sure. So uh, now let's turn to the momentous uh, decision you made, mm -hmm. which was to bypass the traditional course of action people take yeah. at your age, mm -hmm. go to college, get that degree, and then sit by the phone. Yes. And you took the bull by the horns. You, As you said, you heard that ad mm -hmm. where uh, – I was talking about Praxis. Now I'm a, I'm just a big big supporter mm -hmm. of Praxis. I've I've had people from that thing on this show numerous times, and the founder yeah. of it, and I'm just a big cheerleader of it. It's at discoverpraxis.com, by the way. Yes. Um, most listeners, I think, at this point are familiar with the gist of the program, but can you mm -hmm. just tell people what it's all about? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Praxis is, and I'd say it is a an alternative to college. It. It is the um, it supplies the 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 the, um, the shortage of um, workers that are needed in like the startup tech industry. A lot of a lot of a lot of um, workers who lack skills that you don't learn in school. So you know, Praxis they'll teach you a lot of like uh, soft what they what they call soft skills, right? So um, you know, just like communication skills, a bit you know, blog like ability to like blog and create content. Um, a lot of things that are really important for startup companies that, again, you don't learn in college, right? And, and the, 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 the big idea is that, you know, um, nowadays college, the things that you learn in college are not, you know, you're learning, you're learning about, you're learning about the free market from people who hate the free market, basically. And practice is the opposite. It, it embraces the free market, but more, more so it embraces the idea that, you know, uh, what's important to an employer are your skills and your ability to create value, not any sort of credential. 
So that's that's essentially the gist of Praxis. Uh, it's it's giving you skills, not giving you uh, you know a piece of paper that says I went to yada yada university. You know. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Now this is probably a hard sell for your parents, I would think, for anybody's yeah. parents. Mm-hmm. Most, yeah. I mean, um, it, the thing about trying to sell my family on this is that I have I have a pretty big family, and they're 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 all fantastic people. But you know, this is something that they've never really heard about. Um, uh, the easiest way for me to 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 kind of explain what this is to them. Um, was as like kind of like a trade school, but even that it really isn't a trade school. It's it's something completely different. It's something very new, um, it, it, and it's just as it, it's kind of the same as like technology, right? Because most of my family members are, you know, they're not as versed in technology, so you know they don't understand what the what the what the demands are uh, for technology for the technology industry nowadays. Um, but I'm lucky because they really cared about me, um, and they they you know and they trust me, so. They were like, you know, it sounds like something that they were very skeptical about, but since they trust me and they trust that I'm a smart kid, they knew that in the long run I'd probably be all right. But, you know, there was a little a little pushback initially, and it was discouraging, but, you know, that's never stopped me. Um, uh, I've always just kind of been the person to just do whatever I think is right, <laughs> regardless of what, any, what anybody, else is, anybody else says, and that's led me to where I am now, so I'm very happy about that. Well, the fun part, of course, is yet to come, and we'll get to that after a brief message from our sponsor. Hey, everybody, I want to take just a second to tell you about an amazing new technology. We've all been in a situation where Wi-Fi is unavailable or super expensive or unreliable, but yet we'd still like to be able to keep in touch with our friends who are with us. Let's say we're out hiking or we're in some other country. Well, we can keep in touch via text and via GPS location through Gotenna. It leverages the smartphone you already have in your pocket. You can use your phone to communicate without cell, internet, or satellite service. And Tom Woods Show listeners can take $35 off at Gotenna.com when you use coupon code WOODS35. That's G-O-T-E-N-N-A.com and code WOODS35. All right, now we've gotten to that fun part. So you sign up for Praxis and... Tell me what happens next. Cool. So um, I signed up for Praxis. Um, you know, I go through the application process. It's very rigorous. Um, it's very selective. But, you know, it's one of those things where they're not looking for the traditional metrics of success. So they're not, look, they're, they're not going to ask about what sort of, you know, call, what sort of like education background you have, of course. What they, they, they really only care about how much value you've created for others and, and kind of what you, what, what sort of content you've created yourself. So I, you know, a lot of, a lot, or a lot of the people in practice have done a lot of content creation on their own. They've done illustration, they've done YouTube videos, podcasts, music. I am not necessarily of that vein, but I'm, but I have had a lot of work experience. I mean, I've been working since I was a freshman in in high school, um, even before that. So I, I was able to kind of um, show that, you know, I've created value in so many different ways for so many, for, for such a long time that, you know, this is something I'd be, I'd be perfect for you guys. And, and that was a good sell for them. Um, and also actually, uh, I, I do want to be transparent. The first time I applied, I actually did not get in, but that was when I was still in school. Um, and so it was kind of at that point, it was like, I just wanted to see what would happen. And I didn't get in the first time. I was very disappointed, but I was like, well, I'm, I don't, I don't want to do school and I'd rather do this. And there was no, there was no minimum on how many times you could apply. So I was just, the, the second time I interviewed, I said, I, I want this, I want this really badly and I will apply as many times as I need because I'm going to get in one way or another. That's what I told, that's what I told TK 
Um, the he's the uh, the actually he actually is the head of the education um, curriculum there, and they accepted me the second time. And they told me that that was the one thing that they really liked about my interview was that I was just I wanted it. And I think that's all you really need. You really need drive and passion. Um, but okay, so I got in, um, and then at that point, uh, you go through kind of the, the, the logistics process. Um, you know, they're going to ask you some questions about if you want to move away or, you know, what your location is. And then they, from there, they, um, get the curriculum started. Uh, and basically you start learning, you know, there's a, um, there's like a, a an initial, a first, uh, one or two months, which are like the, like you have the kind of like the, um, the background where you, create your LinkedIn, your website, um, you know, maybe some content, you write some blog posts and stuff like that, just something to like show an employer, um, or the business partner. And then at that point, uh, after the, the third month, they start shopping you out to different business partners. And then whichever ones are interested in you, they'll reach out, um, to our, um, to whomever the, uh, uh recruiter, uh, like coordinator is, um, from Praxis. And then, um, he will basically connect uh, the participant and the business together. Um, and then from there, they can interview. And if the business likes them, then they'll take them on. Um, and I mean, we have kids that are from all over the United States and they go, they go from one side of the U.S. to the other side. Um, and even people from other parts of the world, too. Um, and now I actually am at my business partner and I was very lucky because I live not very far. I actually live not very far from where my business partner is. Um, so they, they were like, Hey, if you can come now, we'll, we'll take you. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Um, so yeah. What's the website for the business you're with? Okay. So the, the website of the business that I'm with, uh, it's called clickup.com. Um, and this is a project management software. It's actually a startup. It's only been around for, uh, about nine months. It's been out. Um, and it's, it's definitely a great platform. Um, I highly recommend you check it out and it's a great company to work for. Um, they're all really great people and the, they're hard workers and they push me. Is there any part of you, even just a small part that has just a little bit of self doubt about this decision? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, not even close. I mean, there are times when I see my friends in school and you know, they're out partying and stuff like that. And it's like, well, I could be doing that, but instead, you know, I'm just getting ahead on my life. And I always feel pretty good about that. Well, that is good. That is good. Uh, what do they think about it? Well, most and, of and my... Has, has, mm -hmm. well, let me say this. Has yeah. their opinion changed at all? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of people's opinions have changed now that I'm actually in the company um, and that I show them, yeah, I have, uh, you know, I, I have a computer. I, I go to work every morning. I work at a startup. You know, I, I get to play basketball. We have a little basketball hoop at our office. Um, you know, this is a real deal. And, and, they, and now they're believers, you know? Well, that's that's pretty good. I mean, that's yeah. that's good to hear. And you know, there was a chance, by the way, that of course, like anything, Praxis could have been a flash in the pan and yeah. been around for a year and not actually taken off and mm -hmm. not actually gained a following. It's a great idea, but there are a lot of great ideas that don't get well executed. But I don't know how many years Praxis has been around, but it's it's doing well and it is a standing if not rebuke to the current system, then at least a beacon to people yes. that there is another way of living your life. So, mm -hmm. I mean, the advantages of this for you are quite substantial. First of all, there's mm -hmm. an obvious monetary advantage. Oh, Instead yeah. of going in the hole for four years, you're actually going to wind up net plus after exactly. the four years. Exactly. Not to mention you'll have a huge jump on your career. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite something. Now, on the other hand, you live in the Bay Area. I don't know how mm-hmm. anybody can afford to live there. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, my family, my family lives here, so um, I'm very lucky. I get to be. I guess still live with my family. But um, I mean, if you, there are actually a lot of practice participants who live in the Bay Area, um, and usually the companies are able to compensate them um, more or less. Um, but yes, it is very expensive. <laughs> But you know, that's, uh, you know, you've got pros and cons. I'm sure there are lovely features of it. In fact, yes. I was just seeing, I think there was a thread in my private Facebook group where somebody said, in terms of American cities, which one would you say is the least sympathetic in terms of libertarianism? Yeah. And at least one person said San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, it's, it's actually interesting you say that. Um, and in some ways, I could, I definitely see that. But in other ways, there are there are some very libertarian qualities about the city. Actually, um, I mean, it is a huge. It has huge, um, on, you know, entrepreneurial spirit. Um, there's a lot of business, a lot of people um, in the startup industry and technology. And there, I mean, any sort of business, or for the most part, you know, there you'll you'll find here, um, at least in the Bay Area. And so, in that case, based on that, I'd say that there are some very libertarian qualities. Um, and um, but other than that, maybe, maybe not so much. Now, what would you say to other young folks? Of course, the easiest thing to say would be just join Praxis and <laughs> ditch college. But exactly. maybe that's not for everyone. Exactly. Maybe it's not the right path for everyone. So mm-hmm. how, how would you advise people? I'd say um, to really be honest with yourself. I mean, what do you want? Um, if you want to go and party for four years, just be, just, just be aware of how much that costs because there are cheaper ways to do it. Um, but if you really want to go to, to go, go to school because you want to have a good career, because you want to make good money, um, you know, really research what industry you want to get into. Cause you'd be surprised. Most industries really don't require a college degree. I mean, there are other ways to go around it and not just practice. I mean, even for programmers, um, there are some programmers in practice, but there are plenty of boot camps that you can do that are, that are much cheaper than college, um, you know, to learn, um, a couple of languages in order to get maybe a, an entry level job at a company. Um, and, 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 and anything else, I mean, you can even get a sales job. You could work at a car dealership for a couple of years. You can make really good money doing that. I mean, it, it I, I'd say the best thing to do again is to be, to be honest with yourself, um, and just know what you really want. Um, and understand the costs of your decisions too, because school I feel is way too expensive nowadays, considering what the return on that investment is. My sense is that, well, the only contact you and I have had is this conversation, but I have a feeling that even though you don't have the piece of paper that a lot of Americans have, you understand how the world works better than 95% of them. (laughs) I mean, mean, that's just a fact. I I, I hope so. I'm trying my best every day. It's what I'm motivated to to really understand how the world works. Well, that's great, and you are part of it now. Thank uh, you. Instead of being in this fantasy world for four years, where yes. so there's nothing artificial about institutions lending you money to party for four years. I'm exactly. sure that would occur on the free market. Yes, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> well, listen, heartiest congratulations on your success, and uh, thanks for sharing it with us. Of course, thank you so much, Tom. Uh, again, I'm so happy to so happy to be here. I mean, I get to talk about two things that I really love. I, I love your show, and uh, you know, I love Praxis. So again, just thank you. Good man, Angelo. Thanks so much. Okay, take care. All right, everybody, that is our episode for today. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you tomorrow. Become a smarter libertarian in just 30 minutes a day. 
Visit TomWoods.com to subscribe to the show for free, and we'll see you next time.